Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the All 22 Podcast. And I know what all of you are thinking right now. Um, what the heck? What the heck has happened? I haven't put out a podcast in almost two months now. And um, to be completely honest, I can say you know, well, a lot of stuff ha- happened in my life lately. I was f- after the draft was my last. I'm kind of rambling here. I'll slow down a bit. The draft was. After the draft episodes were kind of the last episodes I put out, and that was going into the week of right around districts for me, so I had to finish up my track season, go off to districts. Um, I ended up breaking my nose before districts, which was kind of crazy, um, but that's just a little side note there. And um, so districts happened, and then, you know, wrapping up my senior year with all the finals, and then, you know, I, I graduate, so... Um, you know, move, move, moving on in life. So I, I, I'm a graduate of Greencastle Anthem High School now, and I'm, you know, certainly blessed for the journey. But you know, we're moving on now, and um, I've been to the beach, uh, and just working a lot lately. So, um, no, no excuses for me. Um, other than just being busy, I just there has been a lot of football stuff going on. I just haven't. I don't know if I haven't sparked or just have, you know, I haven't got the spark you know, for ideas to, you know, record or anything. I, or I don't know about if it's that or if I just haven't because I just haven't wanted to. But um, I finally said enough is enough and we're going to we're going to do this because, um, you know, if the goal in life and the dream is life to, you know, do this for a living, I got to do it now because if I don't do it now, I'm going to be behind. I'm very sorry for the absence. That's about all I can say about that. And none of that matters now because I'm back. And, you know, today we have a, a different type of episode, you know. Um, I, You know what? You're just going to have to listen, listen and find out. So um, please enjoy this episode. So the reason I say this episode is going to be a little different is not because we're not talking about football. We're definitely talking about football here, but just a different form of football. Um, otherwise known as 7-on-7 football. So basically 7-on-7 football is um, more pass-oriented. It's more skill-oriented. On offense, you have your quarterback, you have uh, one running back, and a f- few wide receivers, a tight end if you if you would, if you need. Um, and then defense, you usually have your linebackers and your defensive backs. Um, so it's a lot different. You don't, you don't have the big boys, the linemen involved. Um, so it just... The game, the game's a little different. It looks a lot different. Sometimes you don't wear helmets. There's some seven on seven competitions you do, um, some you don't. A lot of times you'll see teams with the kind of padding, padded leather helmets. Not like you know a hard shell, but it's more of a soft shell. Sometimes teams teams don't wear helmets, so it's a lot different at that aspect. No pads, once again, no linemen. So um, a lot of times there's a little stool thing that you you snap the ball from, or you just get another guy to snap the ball. Um, so visually, it looks a lot different. It also plays a good bit different um, from regular football. So, like I said, it's more pass-oriented, so there's some 7-0-7 you can run the ball. Um, most, you do not run the ball. So it's throw, 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 throw. So basically, play action, meaningless anymore. So it's just you know constantly th- throwing the ball for you know a long period of time. Another thing is you you don't really blitz. Um, a blitz is called if the quarterback holds the ball for too long. So if you can't get rid of it in under 
I think it's four seconds. You know there's a timer there. He'll time you. If you don't get the ball out, it's a sack. Also, the scoring's a little different. So, like I just said about sacks, instead of losing yards, it's actually two points. Um, an interception is two points as well, and you get the ball. Um, a touchdown is six, and then um, going for one is like a, you know, a two or three yard play, and then going for two or going for one is probably a five. I think it's a five yard play into the end zone, and then going for two is like a ten yard play. Um, there's no punts. You usually have th- three downs, you know, to get to a certain mark, and you have like two or three first downs to get to. So it is a almost a whole different world than um, normal football, and it, it's become really popular, um, not just through high school, um, which that's all I've done is just high school, 7-on-7. Seven seven. Um, but AAU, as we've seen with basketball, um, this AAU kind of, you know, create your own super team, you know, just pay, pay travel ball, basically. Um, it's becoming very popular in 7-on-7, seven seven, and I... I'm thinking it could be more popular in basketball seven, basketball AAU, not seven seven, but basketball AAU. Um, overtime, a big sports media brand just hosted their own seven on seven tournament, and it was a big hit. There's you know teams from all over the country that just fly in planes and travel all over to play in these big tournaments. And some of these teams, I think it's like South Florida Express might have like it's all five stars basically. It's all nationally ranked players. Um, I think one of their wide receivers, Brandon Brandon Ennis, um, don't get mad if I'm wrong, he just committed to Ohio State. They, it's star-studded teams, and, you know, that's the really cool part because we've never really had that in, in football. Um, it's main, mainly all school ball, but now it's kind of evolving and becoming this AAU like basketball has always been. So 707, is, it, it's really cool. Um, like I said, it doesn't look like football. And so it's, you know, different. Why did I I say that was really dumb? So it's different from regular football and just the looks, but it also feels different from regular football. You know, the biggest thing I haven't said is you don't hit. It's it's two-hand touch, basically. So you don't, no thud of the pads. There's no worries about running across the middle and getting destroyed by a linebacker or safety. Um, There are sometimes, you know, kids sprinting full force you're, you're gonna hit so there are some bumps and bruises but not as much as you know regular thud pads football you know just Oklahoma drills going at it so it's a lot different in that way um in the more like emotional department it's a lot more swagger because there's all these wide receivers and defensive backs with these big egos and you know they just it's it's a, almost a mental game sometimes. Like you can you can chirp and talk however much you want. There's no band or crowd screaming, so like you you hear everything and all all the smack talk and all the emotions run high. So it's kind of different, you know, in that emotional department. And um, it's a pretty cool thing. And um, when I mainly talk about seven on seven, I talk about it. You know how I've done it with with you know my my school football. So how I've done it my sophomore year. Um, we host my sophomore, I don't think we did junior, but my sophomore and senior year, we did it, we would host, since we have two turf fields, we would host all the local teams, and we would run 7-on-7s with the varsities. You don't move the ball, it's not like a scoring one, it's kind of just a little scrimmage, you know, you, you get guys running around, catching balls, Um, so it's a little different, 
than like an actual seven on seven game. It's more of a practice, but that's what I've kind of you know grown up through football with. And then so we host that a few weeks over the summer, and we host that a few weeks over the summer, and we also actually get to go up to Penn State because they host a big tournament up there, a seven on seven tournament up there, and that's where we actually play play actual games. So we put all that practice. And, you know, these practices with other local schools. And then we go into Penn State and play, play a full tournament. You get about five pool games and then head into a, um, a, a big bracket, single elimination. Um, my sophomore year, I think we might have – I don't even know if we won a pool game. We were like 0-5. We end up winning two playoff games, which was really cool. Um, I barely squeezed into the roster. Actually, think about it right now. I – we actually also played my sophomore year in um, a Ravens seven on seven. It was not it was not at Ravens Stadium, which would have been really cool. But we also played in that. But I barely made the roster cut. I was probably the last one on. There was only three sophomores. Um, I was playing a little. I was mainly there for defense, playing free safety. But I also did get to play a little bit of slot. And I don't remember. I do remember a good bit about Ravens. Not too much. Um, Penn State was much cooler because you had Coach Franklin riding around on golf carts, all these high-profile players. It was um, it was a pretty cool experience. So, uh, like I said before, I got sidetracked. We were like 0 and 5 in pool play. We go into tournament play, win like two games, and then um, I actually get to start our last game, which was against Gonzaga College. Their A team because they had two teams there, so their A team. They're um they're they're really good boys and um so I got to start the game at free safety and right across from me lining up playing quarterback was Caleb Williams who um for those of you who don't know was a freshman um beat out Spencer Radler at Oklahoma and now transferred with Lincoln Riley to go to um USC so he's a highly touted quarterback in the nation one. When his draft class comes upon and his time to leave college, he will definitely be one of the best quarterbacks. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation right now behind, like, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. But I, I got to play him. I, I could say that. I also saw Saquon Barkley's little brother, who was not little. He's a very, very large man. Um, so that was pretty cool being – oh, my gosh. Was I, I was 15. I was 15 when I got to do that. that, that was pretty, It was a pretty cool experience. Um, I also remember – Somehow my high school head coach and then um, Penn State's old defensive coordinator, Coach Pry, who's now the head coach at Virginia Tech, they had a connection. So I remember at one point um, those two were talking and then two of my older senior teammates were um, messing around in the one pants the other. And I don't remember, I believe bare butt cheeks were shown. But um, that's kind of, you know, resembles how bad we were that we, we had seniors messing around in front of a, a Division One defensive coordinator, now head coach, um, which it was a pretty funny moment. I remember my coach, he got mad. He got really mad, but that was that was really funny. So that was a really cool experience. Um, you know, COVID year hit, we didn't do it. And then this past summer was pretty fun, too. We didn't do Ravens, but we did get to go back up to Penn State. We were like two and three in pool play. Uh, we did make a little run at the tournament. Then we played, I think, DeMatha, who's like one of the best teams in Maryland. So um, our run ended there. But it, it's a pretty cool experience. It 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 does have some benefits to it. Um, you you know you get to see what who can play, who can play with the big dogs. It's a lot of reps. You can get a lot of different guys in, a lot of different looks in, and you know see passing wise and defensively what works and. I think it's really good for that. It's honestly just 
a easy way of conditioning. It's a fun way of conditioning. You know, everybody hates those like 60 yard sprints, but when you're doing it in a seven on seven fashion and you're actually, you know, catching footballs as well and working on other stuff and conditioning because you're playing so many games because it's low contact, it's pretty beneficial. And so that's, uh, that's the, those are the positives of seven on seven. And this kind of brings me to the other end of this video where I talk about some of the negatives, which I believe there are a few negatives in seven on seven football. Um, so we'll, we'll get into that. So now for some of the negatives of seven on seven football, um, as I talked, there's, there's a good bit of positives. It's a good conditioner, um, for your team. It kind of, you know, you get to run a lot of your pass plays and, um, and this is majorly all high school. I'm not talking about all that AAU stuff because that kind of has nothing to do with your high school team and, you know, your actual football season because this is not actual football. It's pretty darn close, but it is at the same time, it is nowhere near actual football. So um, so what really brought this episode up, which was um, last night I had to do my workout for, for going into college football. So, and I also heard that, my school was doing a little seven-on-seven seven practice, not like we did back um, when I was still on the team, but just a little um, practice with another team, um, some something something slight. And um, so I finished up my workout at school, and I decided to stick around. And um, I actually got to you know be on the field with the field with the guys again, which um, felt pretty good. Um, I'm kind of itching to get back at actually playing this football thing because I've you know talked about it on this podcast for a while. And I, I, I want to play again. I want to hit someone re- really bad. So I'm kind of itching. And I that's kind of why I stopped by last night. And, you know, I helped out a little bit with the JV guys until I got annoyed because they were all, you know, JV kids and they were bad. So I just decided, and I didn't know any of them because it's a whole new crop of kids. So I decided to go over back with the varsity and just hang out and, you know, chill with them and talk with them and see how um they've been doing. And it really did get me thinking and I was even talking to some of the coaches in, like, the middle of 7-on-7s and, like, some of these negative aspects of 7-on-7 really kind of stood out. Um, the first being sometimes you run stuff you'll never actually run in a game. Um, for instance, my two years we did 7-on-7 ball over the summer against other teams. We ran – we have our two main coverages. We have our quarters in cover three. And then for some reason on 7-on-7 we ran a – cloud coverage as you might call it so on the so to kind of explain this it might be a little difficult um seven on seven even though there's seven players since we run a three four four so three defensive linemen three linebackers four linebackers and four defensive backs um we always had a linebacker rushing with quotations around it because you don't actually blitz in seven on seven so we did fit the seven um, seven-player aspect because all one of our linebackers are always going. Some teams still get confused by that, but, you know, we always have to specify that we always got one guy going. So um, so this coverage I'm talking about, so we have our quarters. We have our third, our quarters and thirds, right? So your regular cover four, regular cover three. And then we had this, which my first year we called this cloud, and then last year, and they still call it switch. So on the strong side, what would happen is it's kind of it's on the strong side it's a cover two. So the corner has the flat. Then the strong safety kind of backs up, and he has this. I guess I guess it would be his quarter. So then, 
a free safety, as what I did, I would have the next quarter over on the strong side of the field. And then I would, what we, what we call a yo-yo call, so I would man up this backside corner, and he would be man on this backside wide receiver. Since we would call it to the strong side, he would be man, and then if, the, say, there was another guy, the, the linebacker would have him. So it kind of, you know, the quarterback, it's kind of a little bit of a surprise move. You know, the corner stays in that flat. You know, we have the safety, strong safety going back. I, for most part, would start like we're in quarters. So I'd kind of start on the weak side of the field, then kind of shift over because I would have, because it was quarters on this side, I would have the strong side quarter instead of the strong safety because he has the far quarter at the sideline. So it, we honestly, I don't remember it ever working because when we went to camp, um, we would always do that. And for some reason, we would always have like the third or fourth string corner in. And there's this kid, he's going D2, he's pretty good. He was from Palmyra High School, this big athletic kid, backside post all the time. I'm, I tried to help him get over there, but it's really not my responsibility when they run a backside skinny that doesn't even get into my zone. And it was just touchdown every time. I don't know why we kept running it um, because. You know, what brought it up last night, kind of talking to my coaches, it was like they were kind of explaining switch to the guys in this coverage. And I'm like, why do you guys even run this? If you don't run it in an actual game, and they were like, they they honestly didn't even know. They were like, good question. They they didn't even know why they do it. Um, so it it's kind of weird running it and then never actually doing it in a game. So um, same goes for the offensive side. I was talking to my head coach, and he's like, some of these offensive plays – we're, we're never going to run in a game. We're never going to pass this much because we run a stinking wing tee. He didn't say that I did because it's a little frustrating to run a wing tee in 2021, but whatever. Yeah, because we're not – why would we throw the ball? So he's like, we're never going to throw the ball this much. And it's just um, – in my head coach's opinion, he doesn't like it as much. Um, I guess he kind of still does it for the positive sides, the conditioning, the kind of getting guys in and just working through stuff. But – and at the same time, it just it really doesn't do much. It does leave the linemen out, even though they have their one-on-one stuff. Um, we still do 11-on-11 without pads. We just use the little um, blocking shields and stuff. But it's, you know, really not not the same. You know, also think about it. It's not going to be this easy to move with pads on. You're not going to be able to run as fast as you do without. You're not going to be able to make some of these catches if you had full pads on. So, you know, it's a lot different. Um, and kind of, you know, overall, 7 on 7, it's, you know, a whole different sport than football. Um, it, it's pretty cool one. It's actually pretty exciting to be a part of because, you know, you, you don't get hit or whatever, and it's, you know, a little bit more swagger-oriented. Um, I do miss the tackling part of football when playing 7 on 7. But, you know, it's it's exciting. The AAU scene is definitely on the rise um, with the overtime tournament. And then just overall, like, it's I think it's going to grow bigger than AAU basketball. I, I really do because some of these teams are so star-studded and there's a lot of people coming out. There's been some c- celebrities, you know, making their own teams. You know, Cam Newton has a team. Um, AJ Green, the YouTuber, not the player. AJ Green, the famous football YouTuber, he has his own team. Um, so it's you know it's a booming business. It's it's great on social media. There that that's the hit there. And the thing is, you can play it. Basically, you can play it indoors all you want. But down south, they're playing it 
after literally after their football season ends, starts up a AAU um seven on seven, and they play all summer long until pads come around, and that's a perk of being down south because we have snow all winter. We could probably we could probably manage it up here in Pennsylvania, but like down south, it's just all year round until football season. That little slice of you know August to December ish, that's the pad. But everything everything else is you know seven on seven, and that does make it unique that you can do it so much. And so the AAU scene definitely rising. Um, high school seven on seven a little bit more controversial, but it's still fun because you kind of just you have this weird swagger that you really usually don't have you can kind of you know get some chemistry and you know really work some stuff out so um the verdict is 707 I, I think it's here to stay in both high school and, and you know out, out of high school you know travel AAU ball I, I definitely think it's here to stay so I hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts on 707 football it was kind of a little bit last minute thing. I didn't even have a script. I did do some scribbling of the, you know, coverage I explained to you. But other than that, I really didn't have anything on paper. I kind of just, you know, spewed my thoughts. And it, it feels amazing to be, be do this again. Not be able to because I've always been able to do this. But it feels great to do this again. And um, I'm excited to do more. I think I, two things I really want to do. I want to start getting interviews set up. Um, one, a good friend of mine up playing in Minnesota. He's already been up there. Once he gets back, back to PA, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to link up with him, get an interview done. And, um, I think, I think I can get a few more cooking. Number two is, um, well, before I say number two, follow Instagram at all 22 pod. Um, with that being said, if you guys want to DM in any questions, anything you want me to talk about, Please feel free to do that. I'll add more content to you know my content plate that I can get out podcasts a little easier because it is a little difficult making this content. So um, if you would do that, that'd, that'd be awesome. So at all under at all twenty two underscore pod, you know, send in your DMs. Feel free to do that. We'll have a, we'll have a little mailbag, and um, I'm I'm excited to be back. Um, I'm sorry for the delay, but you know, no worries. We're back and um. Hope you've enjoyed this episode and, you know, have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye.